This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. I'm here in studio. Yeehaw. Uh, Lisa in L.A. broadcasting live from her hotel room. Now, I got uh, the last text from you last night. I was sleeping for hours at this point, but at 1245 saying, I don't know what I'm going to do for the show tomorrow. So I thought at that point, uh oh, like when I woke up and saw that, I was like, Lisa's not going to make it. She's going to sleep through the show. (laughs) I genuinely didn't think I was going to make it. Like I was talking to people on the streets last night at like 1 a.m. And I was like, I have to work soon. And they're like, oh, really? What time? I was like, in three hours. <laughs> awesome. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry about my voice today. No, no, you sound great. The fact that you're, you made it, we'll all accept a little grog in the voice. But here's okay. the thing. Uh, you went to the game on Friday, and yep. you said that the crowd was okay. You went to the it game okay. last night, and you said the crowd was absolutely insane in L.A. It's like they knew they had to step up. But the more that I really um, observed, observed, sorry, the crowd, mm-hmm. the more I thought, and this could be a conspiracy theory, that the DJ was making crowd noises to make it more aggressive and more of a threat to the Oilers. I've actually heard of this happening before, and I think it's now banned in certain sports. Are you serious? I know that, like, Seattle got busted because everybody talked about how rowdy the Seahawks fans were. And then it turned out that they were, like, piping in crowd sounds over the loudspeakers. And, yeah, I I think there's a rule now that, that you can do it for, like, a certain... I don't even know how you measure sound, but whatever measurement sound is in, that you can like do it up to a certain amount. Frequency. Well, that's not a vibrations per minute, maybe. VBRs, VBMs. So, like, I'm not going to lie. The crowd was insane. Every time the LA Kings would score, like, everyone stood up and they had their little, like, white cloth thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, sh- so whatever. the fans were good. They were good, but I was like, this is insanely loud and yeah. really quick after things happened. Well, they are a little bit greasy. Did you hear what happened uh, with the practice on Friday morning? Decibels is what Brittany just wrote. Yeah, decibels. Maybe that's right. That could be right. No, tell me what happened. So the Kings uh, ended up not turning the lights on in the practice facility for the Oilers. Okay, I did hear about this. They like didn't set the nets up, and they for didn't them? set the nets up. Well, they d- ended up doing it on time, but they oh, the Oilers okay. were ready beforehand, and they wouldn't give them that advantage. So, like, that's a little bit of a greasy move on their part. I like it, but it's greasy, <laughs> and maybe this is the like pumping the sound into the arena might be a thing too. So, yeah, I was so suspicious. I kept it to myself. I just like was silently drinking my Bud Light, being like, something's not right here. <laughs> this is too loud. Well, hopefully anybody that's going to the game at Edmonton tomorrow night brings their outside voices. Please. Because, please yeah, please, we please, need please. it to be loud. The, the crowd really can swing the momentum of a game and, and a series now that we're down to just a best of three. Goilers. Let's chat about Benedict Cumberbatch. This is pretty funny. So last week I mentioned because he was going to be the host for SNL uh, on the weekend. He was the host. And I said that every time I hear his name, it reminds me of like a vegan option at a breakfast place or or like a breakfast option at a vegan place. You know, a Benedict Cumberbatch. Like it's just something that the vegans would create, I think. 
Like, Super funny. Yeah. And uh, then he completely one up me. So he was also talking about his name in a recent interview. And his is way funnier, his assessment of his name. Check this out. My slightly more sensible agents went, uh, you've got a great surname. Why are you calling yourself by your middle name? And uh, I don't know any actors called Cumberbatch. I, well, because it's just kind of like, blah, blah, blah. it sounds like a fart in a bath or something. <laughs> Cumberbatch, you know. And I find it difficult to say on a Monday morning. And it, it's a great sort of Scrabble score. But apart from that, it's, it's, it's a bit clumsy. And they went, it's great. It's very unique. And it's, it's different. And people might remember it. So it, you should change it. And so I did. And I, I started work almost immediately after that there it is so he was wow. going by his middle name ben carlton is what he started off as but then you know what that's that's still a really strong name ben carlton yeah, yeah i like that too but when you hear benedict cumberbatch like you yeah, just it's no fart in a bathtub <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh so yeah he hosted <laughs> snl this weekend and he actually hit it out of the park uh, he had a really funny opening monologue with a burn on Will Smith. You'll like this. Most of the okay. sketch writers this week, they pitch me sketches every day, and most were about Doctor Strange. Uh, but, I, but I have been in other films, and uh, <laughs> Norn said to me, like, what? <laughs> and I said, well, uh, The Power of the Dog. I was nominated for an Oscar for that. I, 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 didn't, I mean, I, I didn't win. I was, uh, I was beat by Will Smith. <laughs> Clever. Not physically, not physically. <laughs> also, just a side note, Power of the Dog is very good. Yeah, super good movie. Everybody should watch that. There was a huge upset in the Kentucky Derby. Have you been following along with that story at all, Lisa? Okay, so I just saw the video on Twitter. I didn't even watch it with sound or anything, but I saw it had 10 million views. Yeah. So I watched it and it was incredible like, it was insane was it the aerial view of how rich strike the like biggest underdog in the race came back and like weaved its way through everybody to win the race that's the that's exactly yeah, what yeah. i saw incredible yeah. super cool and the storyline behind it's pretty awesome as well i want to tell you about it but first this is how hype it sounded like because you said you watched it without sound So usually so, at horse races, it, like the favorite will be, I don't know, one and a half to one, two to one odds. So if you put down 10 bucks, you win 10 bucks, right? It was 80 to one odds is what. Ooh. So if you put down 10 bucks, you would win $800 if you would have picked, picked Rich Strike. Apparently a couple of the other cool storylines about it is it like entered super last minute when they found out there was an opening, like another horse dropped out. So they're like, yeah, I guess this Rich Strike horse is pretty fast. So they let it in. Also, this is really wild that most of the horses in the Kentucky Derby are bred from like past winners and are very expensive horses, like millions of dollars for a okay. horse. Rich Strike was just sold to its current owners a couple months ago for $30,000. Like this is like a broken down Kia winning in a car race against a bunch of Ferraris. The other thing that was really funny was that afterwards, it obviously doesn't have the media training some of the proper horses do, because it was just okay. running around biting other horses. Hey, I love this horse. What's its name again? Rich Strike. It, yeah, like there's videos of it chasing other horses and then biting them and like everybody getting really mad at him. But he also just won the Kentucky Derby.
We do love an underdog story, but I, <laughs> I've said this since day one. The bigger the butt, the faster the horse. There's no confirmation that Rich Strike even had a big butt. Well, and that's a weird so, thing to Google right now. So, I mean, it really is. I'm not Googling that. <laughs> it's Play 107 with Ryder and Lisa. Good morning. You're returning from L.A. today. What's the, your biggest pet peeve when you get back from vacation? Unpacking? It's definitely up there. Yeah. yeah like adjusting to a schedule. I don't know. But yeah, unpacking for sure. It needs to be number one. One of my biggest pet peeves is uh, coming home to a messy house. You got to hate that too, right? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I hired cleaners today. So you get to come home to a clean house at least. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. But I did the weird thing. I don't know. Is this just me? Were you clean for the cleaners? Yeah, you like want to impress them for some reason, even though they don't care. Yeah, like I was sweeping yesterday. I was washing things down. I was like, man, I'm going to get this house looking so clean for the cleaners. Yeah, you're like emptying all the garbage bins. Yeah, all the things that they usually do. I was even contemplating cleaning the shower for the clean. What? No. It reminds me of my one friend's family who would have to wash the dishes before they put them in the dishwasher. I'm like, you know what the dishwasher does, right? I've never understood people that do that. No. Or like the people that shave before they go and get a Brazilian wax. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be I've presentable done. for... <laughs> but that's what they're... <laughs> Why do we all do these things? I have no idea. So anyway, the house looks great and it's going to look greater soon. Is greater a word? I, I think so, yeah. Yeah, greater? Maybe not. I don't, I don't know. Well, my take on that is the fact that you have to tidy it up because you don't want to be paying someone per hour to clean up your stuff when you should get your stuff out of the way so they can get a good cleaning in for, you know, a decent amount of time. Okay. Right? That makes right? sense because that yeah, makes yeah. so much sense. If they're not organizing or like unloading the dishwasher, they can be like scrubbing the shower, which is much more uh, cost yeah. efficient. Yeah, so you tidy, they clean. That's how I put it. All right, I like it. That makes hey, sense. I, that needs to <laughs> be somebody's on. slogan. They need to be like, you tidy, and then we'll clean. It's like a PSA it's, as well. And it's, it's an expectation for the cleaners, yeah. too. <laughs> right? Yeah, because yeah, I don't want to pay people to clean up after me. I mean, I can do that beforehand. 1K Wordplay. Our next contestant on the phone for this. We gave away 1000 bucks last week. Did you hear that, Nicole? Yeah, I did. Pretty intense game. You ready for another one of those, maybe? Maybe. We'll see. Just for context, we are on Zoom with each other. If people are like, how is this even working to play this game? Exactly. We can, we can see each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, let's go with Lisa. Really? Ooh, okay. She's only got two hours sleep, off. but okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's the wisest choice today. She's not overly sharp. Can you oh, hear yeah, that? I'm really not. I, I heard all that. Yeah, oh, now I, I'll take my headphones oh, off. Oh, dang. You. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Are you ready to go? Yep. First word. Hook. Fishing. Next word. Slurpee. 7-Eleven. Next word. Hammer. Nail. Recycle. Uh, cans. And hotel. Bed. All right. Let's get her back. I'm not sure if she thinks I'm just talking with my hands a lot or if we're actually ready for her to come back. 
Yeah. I'm back. There she is. Hello. Uh, we're going to start with Hammer. Nail. 25 bucks. Yes. Okay. Next up. Hook. Hanger. Uh, no. That's, that's not it. Well, like, what do you mean? Like, that's a terrible answer. She went with well, fish. She went with fishing. Oh. Much better answer. See, I told you, Nicole. Bad choice on teammate today. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> okay, so Nicole's not going to win a thousand bucks, but we could get her to a hundred bucks. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, yeah, right. I, I, okay, no. let's try. We're going with Slurpee. Slurpee <laughs> cold. Uh, no. Sorry, that's wrong. She went with 7 Eleven. Oh, I was going to say that, Nicole. Really? I, I, I honestly was. But I was like, is that one word? Like, I'm actually so dumb today. Uh, your, your answer was good. Next up, recycle. Garbage. Nope. <laughs> uh, she went with can. And finally, oh. hotel. Vacation. Nope. <laughs> she went with bed. If you're having a wedding soon, I have a bit of a warning for you, as there's been an uptick in really interesting thefts. I'm going to break it down for you. So you may want to put your gift table, like, deep into the room, rather than yeah, right at, at the, the front. entrance. Yeah. Yeah. And that will probably solve your problems, because apparently more and more people are getting dressed up and pretending they're part of a wedding and they walk in and they chill and they pretend to drop off a gift at the gift table and then they grab the envelopes is the main thing that they'll grab because there's lots of cash in there. Now that I think about it, it's crazy that everyone just trusts that nobody's going to take the box full of envelopes with yeah. probably thousands of dollars in it. Or like grab a couple because like the, right. you know mm -hmm. what I mean? You'd think that would, and maybe it has been happening for a long time. It's just yeah. you don't know because as you're writing down like all the people to thank for the gifts, you're never like, oh, did blank not get me anything? Like it just mm -hmm. doesn't come to your mind. There's just so many people quite often at big weddings, especially where I guess think you kind of just assume you got a gift from everybody and uh, and you'd never know if, you know, six envelopes went missing. Yeah, my sister's wedding um, her like takeaway gifts were stolen because they were near an entrance. Really? Yeah, so my sister took forestry at Nate. Yeah. And so her gifts for everyone, like, you know how, like, sometimes you get a candle or, like, sure. a shot glass. Yeah, yeah. Um, she gave everyone a tree to plant, and they were stolen. <laughs> so random, right? Then we could find like, them. I don't know. Where's the forest? <laughs> Let's see. How many years ago did she get married? How tall would yeah, these trees exactly. be? <laughs> Man, that sucks. So I guess this may yeah. have been happening for a while now, but I just uh, read an article this morning that was saying that there's an increase of it happening this year. So to be aware, and like I said, put that gift table at the far back. This is uh, one bride and groom discussing what shook down at their wedding. He's the perfect random guest who shows up late to a wedding. He knew exactly when to come in. It was right during the ceremony when everyone was sitting and no one would be around. Like... It makes sense, too, because you would assume if you saw somebody you didn't recognize, you'd be like, oh, it must be like a college friend. Or somebody that works here. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So, yep. Be aware of that. You deserve those gifts. That wedding was expensive. Yeah. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.